From Sarasota Memorial, this is HealthCasts, your weekly dose of health information from experts you can trust. Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. It is Lung Cancer Awareness Month, and today we are speaking for, with the folks from the Lung Cancer Screening Program at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. You can speak with them, too, by calling 917-5864, 917-5864, if you would like more information about the Lung Cancer Screening Program at Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System, or just go to SMH. Dot com, Or just listen right now because we are speaking with Dr. Joseph Seaman, who's a pulmonary medicine and critical care specialist, and also Amy Miller, who's a nurse practitioner. And both of these folks are with the Lung Cancer Screening Program at SMH. We've been talking about cancer and some of the symptoms that really aren't even there, unfortunately, and some of the causes and risk factors. I want to talk now a little bit about diagnosis and treatment. And Joe, this is something that so many folks really aren't familiar with? You know, you hear about lung cancer, but how would you really be diagnosed and treated? Where does it start? So um, the diagnosis and treatment really revolve around the kind of cancer it is. Uh, As I alluded to earlier, small cell lung cancer is treated in a very unique fashion. Surgery is typically not offered, and it's mostly treated with radiation therapy and chemotherapy. It's really the the non-small cell lung cancer where there's a lot of treatment options available, but most of those treatment options hinge on what stage of cancer uh, that we're talking about. And the stage of cancer is critical to determine the prognosis. Uh, early stage lung cancer has a better prognosis than late stage lung cancer. Uh, and the, the approach to diagnosing that individual is going to be dependent on what the cancer looks like. Where is the, the nodule? Where is the mass? What does uh, the cancer look like? All right. So, so many different things that you need to know about. So maybe you would have a biopsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is involved with that? So it, it depends on the kind of biopsy. Uh, I do a lot of bronchoscopy-type biopsies where uh, a patient um, is sedated, and we take a camera and go through the mouth down into the windpipe or the trachea and into the lung. And depending on where the nodule is, we may use an ultrasound to look at a lymph node and sample a lymph node. We may use some special technology that helps us navigate to the, the nodule using some electromagnetic uh, equipment, uh, and we can do some specialized biopsies that way. Um, so it really depends on where it is because some cancers uh, are close to the edge of the lung and doing a, a needle biopsy where a radiologist would insert the needle between the ribs uh, and into the nodule may be the best way. You're like the Sherlock Holmes of, of lung cancer. You're trying to scope it out, track it down, and, and rip its guts out. How yeah. do we rip its guts out, though? I mean, what do we do once you've identified? And, of course, there are a number of different ways that you can you can find lung cancer. But once it is determined, okay, you have this type of lung cancer, what happens? Yeah, the, the first analysis is, is what is the stage? And we always hope and we find, uh, we want to find an early stage lung cancer so that that individual can have a workup to make sure that they're medically fit, their lung function is adequate, and their heart uh, is able to undergo a surgery. And then we get that individual over to our thoracic surgery uh, folks uh, at the hospital uh, so that they can have a curative surgery and that person can have a, a full life expectancy at that time. If they can't undergo surgery, we have a great option. Uh, Radiation oncology can provide some targeted radiation to kill the tumor cells. Uh, We're also lucky that our interventional radiologists at the hospital have a technology where they can insert a needle 
that has a small microwave tip called radiofrequency ablation, and they can kill the tumor that way. All right. And can you live without a lobe of your lung? I mean, what is that like? Yeah, it turns out uh, most folks uh, are able to undergo surgery uh, and they're able to withstand 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 percent of their lung being removed um, so that they can uh, have a survival benefit of having the surgery. Uh, They will have some shortness of breath here and there. Uh, They may not run a marathon, um, but they'll still be able to take care of themselves, uh, take care of their home, um, travel, get around, and have a a pretty good quality of life. Yeah, what is the prognosis, though, if you have this done for the different stages? So uh, in folks that have early stage, stage 1 lung cancer, uh, you're talking about a 5- or a 10-year survival that is somewhere between 70 and 100%. It really is a good overall uh, survival aspect. Unfortunately, in stage 4 lung cancer, uh, sort of the worst stage you can get, uh, we're talking about life expectancies of 5 uh, to 6% in, at 5 years. So it's pretty rough, which is yeah. all the more reason why you want to go over to Sarasota Memorial Hospital's lung cancer screening program, give them a call, 917-5864. And Amy, tell us again, who is eligible for a lung cancer screening? So basically people who are considered high risk and your your high risk status is based on your age and your smoking history. So anybody between the ages of 55 and 77 is a current smoker or a former smoker that's quit within the last 15 years and has at least a 30-pack year history. So basically have smoked a pack a day for the past 30 years or it could be two packs a day for 15 years. You multiply the packs per day times the years and that gives you your pack year history. And there there might be exceptions to that, right? We were talking about some of the other risk factors. How many, if you were a never smoker, how many risk factors would you need? Well, for screening and, and coverage, insurance or Medicare coverage, they're really only looking at the smoking history. So you have to meet those eligibility criteria if you want to have it covered. Um, Yeah, sure, there are those other risk factors, and and it's sort of a personal choice and a conversation with your physician about it at that point. Sadly, it wouldn't be covered by your insurance, so you'd have to opt for the self-pay price. But if you, you know, were around secondhand smoker, have heavy radon exposure, or worked in welding your whole life, and you have real concerns about this, again, it's a conversation with your physician and talking about the potential for having a low-dose CAT scan. Okay, so the real key here is early detection. If you think you've been exposed to any of the the things that have been associated with lung cancer, you want to go ahead, talk to your doctor about it. Um, What about some of those genetic tests that you can get? What do you think of those? Yeah, so right now, a lot of the the testing is starting to move towards blood-based testing. Uh, If you look online, there's a lot of, you know, uh, websites and companies that's trying to come up with a a liquid biopsy technique where uh, a blood sample is is taken and they analyze the, the blood. And what they're really doing is, looking for some of the, what I call the, the trash related to the, the lung tumor sort of evolving and growing. As the, the lung tumor grows, some of the cells die. As they die, they release all of the inside of that cell, um, and the body just reabsorbs it and re- tries to recycle it. Well, part of that cell is, is some DNA or RNA uh, SNPs that these companies are trying to detect to determine whether or not that individual may have lung cancer. Uh, right now, that that technology uh, is pretty costly. A lot of insurance companies uh, may not cover it. Now, when you uh, say costly, what do you mean? Uh, potentially three, four thousand uh, dollars for the test. Uh, multiple companies are offering different products, uh, but the the point is that the test will just determine your risk of having a cancer. Uh, that doesn't obviate you not getting a biopsy. That does not obviate you from getting further treatment. 
Uh, and I think that in the next five to 10 years, we're going to see these tests mature. They're going to improve uh, their diagnostic quality. Uh, and at some point in the next five or 10 years, those types of tests may be the first part of the screening. Uh, we may not be doing uh, radiation-based you know, CAT scans to screen patients. We may be uh, able to employ some sort of a blood, taste, uh, blood test uh, to do so. But right now, those types of testing are really is, is, is pretty much in its infancy and really has a very narrow spectrum where we're, we're using those. And what about genetic testing to see if you have any of the genes associated with lung cancer? Maybe you never smoked and you've never been exposed to any of the things that are associated as risk factors, but maybe you have a serious family history of it. Would you want to go get some genetic testing? So right now, the, the genetic testing um, prior to any type of a biopsy uh, really does not help you determine your, your lung cancer risk or whether or not you have lung cancer. Right now, most of that genetic testing is being done on tissue biopsy specimens uh, where the person has the biopsy, it shows that it's cancer, and then they look at it in more detail to determine, well, does this tumor have a um, genetic mutation that's going to affect this person's outcome, this kind of chemotherapy they're going to get, uh, or is there some other benefit of doing the genetic test? But is there, you know, how we can see for like, like uh, if you have the BRCA1 or 2 mm-hmm. genes, you increase your risk for breast and ovarian cancer. Is there any way to see if you are carrying genes that might increase your risk? Unfortunately not. There aren't. Not for lung cancer. So again, another reason why you have to stop smoking and you have to definitely talk to your doctor about whether or not you should get an LDCT, low-dose CT scan, which you can get at the Lung Cancer Screening Program at Sarasota Memorial, 917-5864. We're going to talk a little bit about smoking cessation. If you've tried and tried, you just can't quit. We have some advice for you. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. Thank you for listening to today's show. For more information on today's topic, please visit smh.com. Follow us on your favorite social media network.